her inside out. Ew. I can't do it. My fingers are so stubby. <laughs> the professor of health is it. I can't. <laughs> Welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartorius, and I am so happy, but mostly healthy, to have you guys back here with me again today on the podcast. Man, if you cannot tell, I'm feeling a little better. I'm feeling a little greater. Okay, that thing has finally kind of got out of my system, and I'm feeling good, dude. I'm feeling... <laughs> these things squeak. Um, yeah, I'm feeling good, guys. Um, so tune in, get ready, buckle up for sick, but you know, not that kind of sick, um, podcast, because we got a good show here today, man. Now... It is no secret, because I talked extensively about it on the last episode of the podcast, that I hate having a sickness, a cold, a congestion, um, etc. And uh, I am so overjoyed to be over with it. <laughs> Double over, man. Um, but yes, I was feeling so defeated, so utterly broken and destroyed after what had happened that I had decided to um, become a germaphobe. Right? Okay, so I, I, I took the necessary steps, the precautions, although this is after the fact, so I guess these are post-cautions. Um, but yeah, you know, what happens when you lose? What happens when you lose, guys? You plan, you build back, you fortify, you get ready for the next wave. Um, now, no matter how irrational the thought may be, uh, I took a vow then and every day since and today and every day continuing on that I will never allow myself to get sick again. Okay, is that reality? Probably not, but I make my own reality, so I have taken the necessary steps. Look at this, okay? We got masks galore. We have gloves, all right? Now, I didn't realize this, but these aren't, you know, it's not exactly... <laughs> I should wear these all the time. They're so fun. Um, but yeah, you know, these are not exactly hospital gloves of any sort. These are actually for cleaning, right? These are used for toilets and, and sinks and, and other gross things, and I'm not exactly thrilled to have them on me now that I've touched everything in the booth. Um, so yeah, you know, maybe my, my necessary steps that I've taken aren't exactly the most, um, you know, sickness preventative friendly uh, and such. But, you know, if I knew how to not get sick in the first place, I wouldn't have got sick, you know? Okay, so clearly I don't know what I'm doing, but that's okay. And also, we've got lights in the back here, man. So, you know, I was looking up the lights for, well, the sickness, right? What's the colors of sickness? What's the colors of congestion? <laughs> the, what's the colors of congestion? In the streets, I stays a lot. Um, but yeah, no, I was looking for, uh, I was looking for the colors of, of healing, of the sickness, and and there was too many, man. There was there was freaking Alzheimer's and and different cancers and and saucy sod. A lot of sicknesses that I didn't know how to pronounce. Okay, so I just went with purple. All right, it was one. It had like the most diseases and stuff in it. Um, so if your sickness and your ailments are not covered by the the lights represented here today, um, I apologize. I wish I could blame someone else, but this is entirely on me. This is my fault. Use your error. Um, but also, you know, try and get your sicknesses to really align with the theme of the show next time because we do try to you know encapsulate and, and include everyone as much as possible but you got to meet me halfway baby um this is i look like a freaking silly like fun cartoon character which is fitting for the shirt i'm wearing oh shit i've touched my shirt okay dude i don't know where these gloves have been i'm not too thrilled about it i have an itch on my face that i cannot scratch okay but we are rolling with the punches guys we are rolling with it and we will just refuse to get sick ever man 
it's hard. It's hard because it is just a natural part of life, isn't it, man? And and germs are like ninjas, dude. They're and they're good. They're good at their job. It's like, it's like freaking playing peekaboo or hide and seek with your greatest fear. Can you imagine that? No matter what your fear is, okay, whether it's heights or death or car accidents or being buried alive, imagine that your greatest fear is constantly creeping up on you. Of couple two or three times a year and just freaking strangling the crap out of you that's how i feel dude my greatest fear is being congested again is having a sickness a cold just a regular cold again not even about the COVID, just a regular cold man um so that is my greatest fear is that these freaking these ninjas these germs are they're coming back for me but i i will, I will stand ready every time these things fart it makes my day better <laughs> um, and I didn't realize how much I closed my hands also while talking that this keeps on happening. But, you know, just bear with me because this is going to be the podcast going forward. I'm not saying um, that I'll, I'll always make them fart, but, you know, these are the gloves that I will, you know, be wearing for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what else is going on, dude? What else is happening in the world outside of uh, sickness? Because that's over with, guys. We are moving on. Um... I went to go watch my, my brother's dogs as I, as I was feeling a little better. He said, yeah, can you watch these guys for the weekends? And he said, sure, man. Um, and the dogs were good. Dogs were great. Uh, the only problem is, okay, so I've been trying to be back in my health game since we got, you know, done with, uh, you know, previous productions and projects and such. I've been really trying to get back in the wagon. You know, this has been a, a longstanding journey. But I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm feeling good right now. But over this weekend, I was struggling um, mightily, okay, and that is because, you know, you're alone, you got nothing to do, snacks make you feel good, but I said nay, dude, I said nay, and I went out and I bought a bunch of healthy food, a bunch of freaking protein and, and all kinds of good stuff for me to fend, you know, off my cravings throughout the weekend. Now, um, I bought all this stuff, spent about $70, $80, lugged everything back inside, and then I went to go watch the new episodes of Stranger Things and immediately went, <laughs> I don't have anything good to eat. And I went back to the store, never touched any of the healthy food ever, and I just only ate crap the entire weekend, man. So how about that, man? Freaking problems. Freaking... I don't know what it is, man. I mean, I know what it is. It's an addiction, right? Everyone's got addictions. Um, it feels a little silly when mine is, is junk food, you know, it's just like people are like dealing with, oh, you know, I'm dealing with alcoholism or the smoking or, or drugs, things that are like just freaking soul crushing that are breaking your life that you're, leave you in tears trying to, trying to break out of it. And mine is just like, oh, I just, if only I could not eat the whole pack of cookie dough. I don't, if only I could not eat this entire large pepperoni and sausage pizza I got in front of me. All I have to do is not eat all of it. If I could just take the necessary steps that I'm doing here to just not, you know, do everything there. So it's it's really crazy how an addiction you really if just just don't why why this it's a mental thing which is like I just need that, and it only lasts like four seconds too. So it's it's kind of crazy, and I don't I don't have any other addictions, right? It's kind of silly that the worst problem that I have, I guess it, I mean, it's not silly. I guess it's probably pretty good, but also still sad. Um, that my worst addiction, my worst thing is that I just, I freaking can't take my hand out of the jelly beans. I'm just, (laughs) um, and I have a good time and I have a great time doing it, but it's so hard to stop. Um, so yeah, I don't know if all addictions work exactly the same. I, I would adventure, I guess it's gotta be somewhat, you know, similar in the mental game, right? 
addictions are kind of crazy when you think about them, you know, all together, right? They're just kind of, it's really just a mental thing, right? It's not always, it's a, it's a physical, it's like my cravings, right? It's just, it's more of a mental thing. My body's not going to die if I don't eat a ton of bonbons and chocolates and Hostess cupcakes and whatnot, right? My body's going to do just fine. In fact, it will only grow. It will only get better for me not doing that. And that is the, the same story with all addictions, right? But it's just like, mm, if I could only just, it's, it's a mental thing. I don't want to get too close to my face with that. Um, but, you know, it's all it's everything, just a mental thing. And it is silly when you, if you boil it down, like if you had aliens that came to go look at Earth and like, well, they're, they're, they got addictions. They seem to be having this problem where they keep putting the stick back in their mouth, but they're so upset about it. But for whatever reason, they keep on doing it. This kid, he's he's throwing a fit because he can't stop eating the cookie dough. Isn't that interesting? He's, he's, he's upset because he can't stop eating cookie dough. How does that happen? You know, people would probably be upset in a normal world with normal logic. You'd be like, wait, I'm upset because I don't get the cookie dough. But here we are just upset because we can't stop enjoying ourselves in destructive ways. But that's what addictions are, man. They're great. They're fun. It's, it's a problem. But yeah, I am. Uh, I'm back in the health wagon. I'm feeling good and strong. Um, now, my best advice, my best trick to eating healthy and to staying locked in is I need to be very structured, very scheduled. Everything has to be exactly the same every single day. And, um, and I don't allow for a lot of leeway with, with fun, right? I don't really try to incorporate a lot of good tasting things into my diet. I prefer it to just be as boring, as bland as possible. That way I'm never tempted to get into the deep end, right? If you can't, if you don't never dip your toes into the water, then you never even have to know. You never even, you never try to venture any further because you just say, hey, I don't know what's in there. I don't know how cold it is. I don't want any part of it. Um, so I stick to a very um, bland thing. And I, that, is, that includes a lot of Greek yogurt and a lot of cottage cheese, okay? Now, if you like those two things, good for you. I don't. I despise them. I hate them. But I eat them every single day, man. Everyone's like, well, you know, if you just keep on eating this, eventually it's going to get... No. No, no, no. That's not ugh. That's not how that works, okay? Um, I have been eating cottage cheese and Greek yogurt for, for around a year and a half now, okay? I've been eating pretty, pretty healthy, pretty consistently. And it is not the case. It's far from it. I gag every single time I take a bite. Um, and you know that little trick with like, okay, we'll put all your food into a smaller dish that we it looks like more. No, I grab a freaking giant mixing bowl and I put my cottage cheese in there so it looks smaller. Okay, so that's the mental hurdle that I'm dealing with. I'm like, how do I overcome this? How do I get past these these little addictions, these these gross little hurdles that I have to get through? Um, it is not easy, but yeah, I uh, I am back back in the wagon, man. I'm a little upset that I wasted all that money on on the healthy food just to just a pig out. Um, but that's life, dude. I hate wasting money, but it just happens, man. I say I hate wasting money, but um, not that I don't hate wasting money, but I, I, I don't know, man. My, my whole financial um, thing that's going on in my brain is interesting because it's like I, I hate to waste money so much, dude. I love to be frugal. I don't want to waste a dime. Everything's got to be very calculated and organized, and it's got to fit right into my plan. Um, but at the same time, I waste money all the time because I love a good deal, okay? So it's like these two conflicting things where it's like, don't spend any money. It was like, uh -huh, but it's like 6% off. When will that happen again? Um, so I, I do this all the time, and I, it's been happening recently as well. 
So TJ Maxx just kind of opened up near our our, uh, our house, and and you see these shirts, man, and they're like twelve bucks. You're like, what? That's a nice shirt for twelve dollars. How could I not get it? And it says usually it's it's like twenty, twenty, maybe even twenty five. I'm like, well, it's on deal. Okay, well I gotta get it now because I can't pass up a good deal. No, I don't want to spend the money. It's the last thing I want to do. My brain, my soul, everything a part of me is like, don't, don't, don't. But the other side of me is like, <laughs> you know, um, I just get so excited because like twenty five and also this thing is not on a temporary deal it's always going to cost this much however my brain sees deal and i'm a sucker for it right okay it has it doesn't have to be a great deal just a good it doesn't have to be a good deal just has to be a deal it doesn't have to be a deal you could just tell me it's a deal i don't know if these things are actually worth 25 dollars. okay it's like the things like oh this is a 200 dollars value okay well then sell it for 200 dollars. it's 200 dollars to who who is valuing these things at such a high price and it's always being sold less um so i'm i just see that again could not be a deal at all but i see this this value oh the value well hot dog it's mine ew it's mine now um yeah so that has been a problem i've been buying stuff from there because they always have the same freaking deals deals um i bought a squat rack recently it was gonna be like 250 bucks but i saw it for 220 i was like deal got it didn't even need it immediately just freaking spent all that money um what else did i buy i bought i bought shoes okay i was buying some shoes and they were like 10 bucks off like 10 bucks when will this ever happen again when is the next time something's gonna be 10 dollars off okay (laughs) they're like 70 bucks and uh so then i put them into the cart and it's like well actually if you have 75 dollars in your cart then you get free shipping. I'm like, well, the, if if God forbid, you know, I got to get free shipping. I can't waste money here. So then I buy a hat. I didn't need the shoes or the hat or the squad rack. Didn't need that. And I also bought a freaking backpack. Okay. I've been trying to get this backpack and, and normally it's like 80 bucks. Okay. I see on eBay for, um, for, uh, well, it's buy it now for 80, but it's a bidding thing. It's like 72 bucks at this point. Now, this is only $8 off, but I start bidding this thing. I'm going back and forth with this guy, and uh, and eventually I bid up to $78. I was like, you know what? At least I get it for two bucks off. That's a deal. That's a deal, right? Okay? And uh, then eventually the guy bids 79 and then I, I bid, <laughs> bid 79.50, and I just buy the backpack outright. Um, so <laughs> I have not used the backpack. I have not used the shoes. I've not really used the hat and I haven't really used the squat rack. Okay. So I haven't really been using any of the things that I purchased, but when I see a good deal, I buy it. Okay. And this is the problem with me because I hate spending money so much. So it's just stupid, 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 but it's a, it sucks, dude. It sucks to be addicted to a good deal. I'm frugal like that, but I get so happy when I see something percent off, which doesn't explain why I don't want to use coupons ever. I feel like sense of, like a strength and pride. Like I won't use the coupons. I'll pay full price. <laughs> but then uh, <laughs> the next time I see anything that's online, the comfort in my own home, like it's ten percent off. I'll get it right now. Um, so yeah, it's it's a whole big conflicting thing with me, and I don't know what it is. But I should really figure it out before I go bankrupt. Um, but yeah, man, I love that. And that's that's probably why I love the dollar store so much. Is I was just going to this dollar store yesterday, and I was thinking about this. And skip the details and the plots. These are some of my interesting thoughts. Real. That was a congested version of it. Um, I feel like I'm kind of all over the place and off the walls, and that's probably because my brain is finally feeling, you know, bouncy again, and I'm feeling great. So we're just going to, you know, whatever happens.
Um, <laughs> uh, yes, anyways, I went to the dollar store just recently, and I was walking through that, and I was thinking about how wonderful it is. And I started saying this out loud. I literally said this like as I was walking out of the dollar store. I said, I love the dollar store alone to myself. And I watched three other people turn and look at me. And I was like, I like pulled out my phone to act like I was talking. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm leaving it right now. Dude, dollar store is great. <laughs> um, but I do that and I talk to myself. But anyways, I, I genuinely felt that and I had to <laughs> exclaim that, you know, publicly. Because I do love it. And I was walking through it and I was thinking about... I keep getting off track. Um, I was just thinking about how magical the dollar store really is, right? Because you go in there with no money. And especially as a kid, this is what I was really honing in on. You know, as a kid, the dollar store was like just the most magical in an abundance um, of things. Like if, if your mom gave you like 3 to $5, the world was your oyster, dude. You could do anything you want with this money. It was so little. It was so little money. But at the dollar store, you were somebody, okay? You walked in there like, whoa, this is $3. Remember, it's $5. Okay, my mom gave him some money. What's he going to do with that? He goes to the cranking king. And you, it feels like it feels like there was a red carpet that was rolled out in front of you with a king hat and a staff like, ah, ha, ta, you know, it just felt magical. It felt like a fantasy world and, and you could do anything you wanted, right? You went in there for snacks, but for some reason you'd be like going down the other aisles because it's like you just had, you had opportunity, right? I'd be walking down the cleaning aisle. I'd be looking, oh, these dishwasher ponds look interesting. Oof. Um, these dishwasher rounds look interesting. They look cool enough. And I'd be looking at the spatulas. I didn't know how to cook. Still don't. I'm like, well, these spatulas, that's sharp. That's pretty nice. And you'd just be looking at stuff that you probably weren't going to buy. But just the fact that you knew that you could, that you had the money to go do this, um, it just opened up this whole other world. And it was exciting, man. It was thrilling. Um, and, of course, you just buy $5 of snacks. But, you know, I would look at the Swiffer Sweeper. And I'd look at the random little picture frames that said Live, Laugh, Love as a freaking seven-year-old. I'd be like, wow, this, this is interesting. This is some mighty, this is some nice craft, and this is some good artwork, you know. Um, and I would admire these things, and you appreciated things more. Um, but it was exciting, dude, the world. Whether you could go in there as a, as a freaking kid, and you could buy, you know, Jolly Ranchers, a plunger, or, you know, a balloon. It didn't matter. You could buy anything you wanted. Um, and it was exciting, so I was just thinking about that. I was thinking about how magical the dollar store is, and thus... That good deal, everything kind of comes full. Who? I'm sorry, Mike. I'm going to have to scrub this down. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that probably explains why my brain is so deal heavy. Not that, you know, everybody doesn't like deals. I would say you're probably hard pressed to find somebody that doesn't like a good deal. But I am addicted to such things, okay? Anything that is off deal, it's kind of like the dollar store. It's like, you know, this is a. 200, no, 200, well, 220 cents. It's a $2.20 value, but you're getting it for a dollar. And you're like, hot dog, I gotta get that one. I don't even know what this snack is. Don't want it. It's some sort of Spanish-Mexican cuisine or something. I've never had it before. It kind of looks gross, but it's a good deal. And uh, and that's how I always have spent my money. And uh, and I didn't really acknowledge or realize that until I started talking here on the podcast as my brain begins to ramble. So um, I will work on that. You know what? I will work on that. And I've talked about this before, how I am a sucker for a good deal, but it is out of control. Um, and, and and we will try to progress further. Um, what else is happening, dude? What else is going on? Spending money, spending money. Oh, dude, speaking of spending money, 
Uh, did you see the Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp got a freaking, you know, after this whole thing with Amber Heard, right? They, they've had shows and documentaries and the court trials and, you know, whatever. They've gotten all the attention. They're making money off it. Trust me, they're doing just fine. Um, it's a little bit annoying how everywhere it has been. It's, it's over now. Um, but after this whole thing what went over and he was kicked off Pirates of the Caribbean, Disney keeps offering him, hey, Johnny, come back. Please come back. We're sorry, we didn't mean it. Come back. We kicked you out of the Harry Potter series. We kicked you out of this. We kicked you out of Disney altogether. Please come back, Johnny. And he kept saying, no, no, I don't, I don't want to come back. You know, I don't, I, I, can, I don't see myself going back to Disney. And um, this has been going on, right? Of reportedly rumors going on for a week. But now, dude, and this was the segue from spending money, they offered him $301 million to return to Pirates of the Caribbean. Can you believe that? The money, right? And this is not that the news that I'm reporting is not why I'm reporting it. Because what makes it exciting to me is the fact that one, they wrote him a letter. Okay. <laughs> you write him a letter um, after you give him $301 million. Like that's going to be the most beautiful sentiment. I guess they were also striving to say, you know, it is the thought that counts. Because they also gave him a freaking gift basket, like a fruit basket, dude. He's like, yeah, um, <laughs> you know, sure, this $301 million is exciting, but, you know, the fruit spread here was magnificent. You know, like that was going to be the thing that won him in the proposal. Like, yeah, we're giving you all this money, but this personalized letter and, and the pineapple is it, it's exquisite. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's just a funny thought to me. That he's like, oh, you know, 300 wheel, I don't know. Wait, what is that? Is that a durian? Ooh, yeah. Um, so that was going on. And also the fact that it was 301 million, right? Like it's, a 300 wasn't enough. It was a perfectly fine thing. I, I just have to wonder and picture how that went. You know, who was negotiating this deal back and forth? Like he's like, yeah, Johnny, please. Okay, we're giving you the fruit basket. We're giving you the personalized letter and $300 million. What more do you want? And they're probably being stingy. Like, you know, um, you do remember that my my ex-wife, she pooped on my bed, right? And like, yeah, we, we saw. He's like, yes, yeah, she, she crapped in my own sheets. Mm. And then you fired me. You understand how that works? So, yeah, I want another million dollars. Um, <laughs> so it's just one million. It was just one extra million. But uh, in my head, I just it makes me laugh just to think about. Because 300 million, it's already in abundance, right? You know how much stuff you could get from the dollar store with that much money? Um, but, yeah, he's just like, you know, I just I need this extra million. Or whoever it was was really fighting for just that one more. Call it greedy. Call it what you want. But, you know, they fought it and they got it. And... I'm more excited about the fruit basket, and I, I hope there's more updates on this gift and whatever's included with it. Um, if I was making a gift basket, dude, you know where I'd go. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, I think that's everything I have to talk about for real. There we go. I was scared they I scared they lost their magic. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything I have to talk about. I know my brain's kind of all over the place, and we kind of just been talking and chatting and having fun. But, you know, I hope you guys have had a beautiful time, beautiful experience. We're back, baby! Sickness is out of here! We're good, dude! I'm blowing out the mic, but I don't care because I'm excited I'm happy. And I can't wait to take these gloves off so I can itch my nose. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have had a beautiful time. And I was going to say something else, but it has lost me. It's gone now, and that's okay, okay? Sometimes we just have to roll with the fact that uh, the next segment and the little conversational piece that I had was gone. Um, but I hope it has been funny. hope it's been a great time. I was actually just watching something that uh, Jay Leno, she said, said that... Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, 
that he said a joke should happen every six to nine seconds. If you want to have a freaking strong comedic presence, right, whether that's corporate or, or on stand-up or whatever it may be. Um, but six to nine seconds, dude, and I don't know if we've accomplished that feat. I'll have to watch this back. Um, it's kind of hard to do six to nine seconds, especially if it's improvised, because I can't just go, you know, one, two, three. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> knock, knock. Oh, no, oh, oh, why did the chicken cry? Oh, frig, it's so many seconds. It keeps going by. It keeps piling up. Um, so, I mean, hopefully we've accomplished somewhere near that. Maybe maybe we go on the, the high end of that range. Maybe it's been nine seconds, maybe even ten. But as long as we keep doing this, you know, a few times a minute, uh, I think we'll be okay. Um, but, yeah, it's been, a, it's been exciting. Hope it's been fun. Hope you guys have been having laughs. A good time, man. Um, and I know we've kind of covered everything that I've talked about before with the deals and, and the sickness. And, and that is my biggest my biggest fear, man, is that I, I, I fear regurgitating jokes. <laughs> um, you know, just kind of saying the same things. That's one of my biggest fears. But, you know, my true biggest fear, my absolute biggest fear is playing hide and seek with the congestion, the devil that lives in the sinuses, man. So, again... Uh, I'm freaked out by it. We're taking the necessary post cautions and we're going to try and stay healthy. And that goes for everybody else as well. Um, you guys all stay healthy out there and have some fun. But you know what? We're feeling good. We're feeling happy. If you're sick, still look at the lights because they encapsulate so many other diseases. And if your sickness doesn't fall into that one, it's kind of your fault, but also mine. Can't breathe. But that's not because I got such shortness of breath because of the COVID. It's just because I'm talking a lot and I'm wearing these disgusting things and it smells like cleaner in the booth in my head. I feel like I'm getting high off the fuse. I gotta go. <laughs> oh my God.